Come on down to the standard. 14 Northeast 22nd. 14 Northeast 22nd. Northeast Portland. Conveniently in America. Perfect. You know, all those things that we just said, all the things that that song just referenced, they're all true. 14 Northeast 22nd. Facebook.com slash at the standard PDX. Those are the important things for you to know, to find your way to me, to find your way to the standard, the finest drinking establishment in the history of humanity. If you lined up humanity from the first lowly ape to the last lowly ape, that being me, and took all the pubs, all the bars, and all the wonderful places and all the wonderful people in them, combined them into one, and made in that one's image, a place of comfort and drinking. And that place would be the standard, located at 14 Northeast 22nd. That's right. Beautiful. Northeast Portland. Yay! It's a good bar. I want you guys to go there. Come visit me. Say hello. And um, that is it. 14 Northeast 22nd, Northeast Burnside. And uh, it is uh, facebook.com slash the standard PDX. In fucking joy. guys, it's me, Alex. You know that because I just said it. Proof positive that the scientific method works. We won. I am in the studio with Mr. Chris Foe. Hello. Hello, sir. Ah, yes. It's been a long time. I think it's been actually since, uh, I want to say November, December, uh, when you gifted me, uh, thank you very much, with the grappling hook and batarangs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which are displayed in my house. Oh, nice. Very yes, good. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear my uh, completely ridiculous um, wedding, birthday, some kind of present. It was, uh, it was an amalgam. Yeah, amalgam. Uh, my ma- amalgamating yeah. present came in. Well, came in handy enough, but not so handy that you decided to. Well, that one of our friends didn't report back to me with, "Hey, did you hear? Foe fell out of a tree and was impaled on a bit of uh, a bit of metal curled into <laughs> hooks." <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's funny. Uh... Um, many years ago, I bought uh, during a Halloween sale. I found a rubber Batman suit. No oh, god! And I we traveled to Tiger. We heard about it, and I had to get it. And as soon as I tried it on, my friends were like, "You're going to be dead in a warehouse in two weeks." Yeah, yeah. You know, this is but this is troublesome. Also, with the with the grappling hook thing, it's funny. Uh, shortly after you gifted me the grappling hook, a lot of people on Reddit started posting their gifts of grappling hooks. Oh, really? It's the exact same grappling hook. Oh, Someone that's weird. from Amazon. Yeah, and everyone's like, and everyone started posting. I'm like, and I posted mine with the, with the batterings, with the you know, also I'm 41. Yeah, you know, kind of tag. But. Oh, that's that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was trying to figure out what it's, to, the, it's the perfect gift. Yeah, the, what, that's what I was trying to figure out. So I basically I just went to uh, Amazon and typed in like ninja pack and then Batman pack, and uh, I was like, all right, so some some common some combination thereof is going to mm. work. Um. I would say it's great for bar mitzvahs, um, christenings, birthdays, well, weddings. He's, he's it's, Jewish, it's, you know, Batman. 
Bat- Batman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, creative ideas. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think uh, getting getting any white male a grappling hook as a surprise gift. I think anyway, it's just going to melt in their pants. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a win right there. Yeah. You know, unless they're no, I think pretty much any white male is going to enjoy a grappling hook. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's Absolutely. not a, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of exceptions to that rule. It's a good present. When I was um when I was in high school, we had this guy that I'll I'll leave I'll leave nameless, but it was it was his name was Joe and then he obviously had a last name. But he used to claim that he was a crime fighter at night. Really? And not like really? but not like in a fun way. Like right. he actually was trying to tell us about his crime fighting <laughs> at night. You know what uh the logistics of actually trying to find crime this is, is incredibly hard. Yeah, this was this was like of the just cornucopia of arguments we had to the plausibility of this story. The first of which is, how do you just like? Do you realize how good cops would be at their jobs if you could just go? Oh, I'm just going to go to Crime Alley. Yes. Yeah, they would have a camera there, and then they would just catch people all day. Yeah, yeah. No, as someone, you know, it's very rainy here in Portland, and there's many steeples and and churches to hang out of with my cape upon myself. So hard to see crime from that from that vantage point. It's it's actually quite disappointing if you're actually trying to do some crime fighting. Sorry, I completely left you hanging there. No, that's all right. The um the audio fidelity was was throwing me for a loop. But you know what I say? Yeah. I say a pox on them. A pox on them. On both their houses. Yeah, so this guy Joe would he would come back and tell us these horror stories of uh that he was in a fight with a gangster and he had to get sewn up and he didn't have scars. So we'd be like, where are your scars? Like what, how can you possibly be telling us this story? And he just didn't respond. He'd be like, no, it just, you know, I heal quick. So, uh, how old was Joe when he was fighting crime? He must've been, I'm trying to remember how old I was. Cause I think we were out of high school, like, mid twenties, let's say, I think is really? safe enough that. Yeah. You know, this wasn't like a, a really uh, young man. This was well past the age where, no, it was, yeah, it wasn't like he was just struggling with something during high school. This was, he was like a legitimate adult. So he's just a liar. Was I, that, was that part of his MO? Was that you know, part of his personality? It was just kind of straight out lying and making up stories to make himself feel better? I didn't know him that well. I pretty much knew him because he was the guy that hung out in my friend group that thinks he fights crime. That's more what it, and like we, we, we've been at, you know, diner tables together and, and, and had plenty of conversation. It's just, I didn't really know him well enough, mm-hmm. but and and right now I am the the one friend that you get at a table with who claims he fights crime. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like if pressed enough, you would admit that you're not actually fighting crime so oh. much as you know it would be exhausting. Yeah, uh, number one, and just boring, just trying to find it. Yes, yeah, the finding it that's the problem. That's why I liked. Did you see that Rain Wilson movie Super? Did not. No. Uh, it's it's quite. It's I liked it. It's it's a it's. Dark, dark comedy. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of those movies that like I could see people really hating. Was that a was that a, a Diablo Cody movie? Because it starred both him and um. Oh yeah, what's her face? Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure who did it. Tell you the truth, but there was the beginning of it was really funny. Was okay, so he puts on the the outfit and becomes a superhero after blah blah blah. blah. But the the first kind of sequence is him just sitting around behind a dumpster. For like hours upon hours, and then driving back home, and then sitting around behind a different dumpster. <laughs> just, I, you know what? Now I, I think I started the movie, yeah. and then I just moved on. Yeah, it's I. I really He's like, like recording himself, right? Talking about yeah, you know, oh nine hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. I really dug it. At the end, it starts getting really dark and weird, and it's it's 
it's good, but it's one of those films that I could easily see someone thinking that was the worst movie made that year. And I don't, yeah. I couldn't really even argue the point. It's just, I happen to like, it's just such a quirky, that, odd that thing. Can't, that can't be the worst movie. Well, not the worst, but you know, one of the, it could be a, an annoying film. Yeah. You know? No, it's, it's made, you know, quality wise. And that may have been the year like The Room or something came out. Oh, The Room. It's actually, it's great that you started off this topic because as a as a comic book nerd of going on 30 some odd years, I, I was actually, you know, contemplating what it means with a superhero movie coming out every fucking two months. Yeah. And it's kind of, I, I've been thinking about it a lot because it used to be something special. The first time you saw X-Men or you saw Spider-Man or even the, uh, even the Superman back in the 70s. It was kind of an event. It was something magical and wonderful. And now it's kind of expected that this entertainment will be dropped in your laps. Yeah. And it, it's it's not special anymore, unfortunately. It's it's just kind of going with the paces, you know, just uh, par for the course kind of, kind of a deal. But uh, having said that, Captain America is fucking fantastic. So everyone should have seen uh, Captain America, <laughs> the second Captain America movie. Which I actually thought, I love the first one. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies, especially with all the history. I'm a huge Golden Age fan of both DC and Marvel Comics. And they did just such a service to it. And they continued that service with a great a great follow-up to, to Captain America, Winter Soldier. Uh, it's not like Thor 2 was really bad. Iron Man 3 was really bad. Uh, Iron Man 3, I didn't mind. Oof. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm not trying to put it in the good. Case. I thought Iron Man Two was worse than Iron Man Three, though. I actually thought at least Iron Man Two was kind of forgettable. There, there's a caveat. Oh, you actually you do bring up a good point. Iron Man Two is does have the forgettable thing of it going because Iron Man Three is you do remember a lot of the garbage pretty easily. Yeah, especially uh, I I it's a two year old film now, so yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, spoiler alert! Uh, what really kind of irked me and, and got under my skin with Iron Man 3 is at the end all of a sudden all these Iron Man suits show up and he could have done that at the beginning of the movie yeah you know he comes out and dares terrorists to come to his home and and fight him and then he doesn't set up any security protocols he's a weapons dealer and he has no security protocols and then all of a sudden all these Iron Man suits show up and it's just he could have done this a lot earlier yeah i i just i just felt like it was really treating the audience in a very stupid fashion i, I like the action a lot the action's fine but it you you just can't roll in there's like oh all of a sudden we're just gonna throw some iron man suits and they're gonna fight these guys we're all super powered and, and that's it yeah and that's it and <clears throat> i just it made me feel i I, it, I felt it was very insulting very very insulting to the to the intellect of the audience yeah i the the thing i didn't dig about that well i mean all those things I, you just listed, I didn't dig about it, but I never liked the um, <clears throat> that storyline in the comic books. The what's it? The tech? What? what the, uh, the armor wars? No, the 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 thing that they inject. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I can't. I uh, want to call it like techno virus uh, no, or something. Yeah, it's, it's uh, oh, jeez. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, but <laughs> I never. Liked, I, I, well, I like the first run of it. The first run of it was pretty cool. Uh, oh my gosh, could you Google that? Because that's yeah. just gonna kill me. Um. Extremist. Extremist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremist. Aha, I beat yeah, yeah. Google. Way to get. Well, you, you actually beat Chrome opening. <laughs> <laughs> Chrome opening. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, Extremist. Yeah. The Extremist, the very first Extremist storyline was actually pretty awesome. 
Uh, I think that that's Warren Ellis, and Warren Ellis is great at writing really, really yeah. fast-paced, high-tech stuff, and that's that's his best work is when he's doing that kind of thing. I uh, yeah, no, I kind of dug that one. I just don't like the the problem is in like especially in the Iron Man universe, it's kind of stepping up the game of Iron Man to oh well now you've got these nanobots and like it kind of man in an iron suit mm. the the powers behind that does kind of go away when it's oh well we're injecting god power into our arm you know yeah it, it, it's like dragon ball z where it's like yeah now there's super saiyan six where it's just well, like escalation know. escalation escalation the, the, the you know the problem with iron man has always been that uh much like wonder woman is like what's a good villain what's a good iron man villain yeah and <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you what, there's not a lot. That's why when I saw Whiplash, I was like, man, you've already scraped the bottom of his villain list in the second movie. Yeah. Uh, Obadiah Stane is the Ironmonger. Uh, just just, just kind of like these forgettable these forgettable uh, villains that don't mean too much and are very flat as opposed to, you know, like a Batman or Superman has Lex Luthor. Batman will always have the Joker. Yeah. Uh, much more colorful, much more kind of even-paced. Uh, with Extremis, I just thought uh, at the time it was a really good storyline, but it's a singular note. It's just like oh, yeah. this guy injected himself with something, and now it's an issue. Yeah, it's it. It's always about motivation with a villain. You know, get get yourself a good Red Skull. Get yourself, you know, Loki. These are really good villains uh, that are to be drawn upon, and if written correctly and performed correctly, are very very entertaining. It's it's when they're just a static two dimensional character. Like in Thor two, with the dark elves who I yeah that still didn't make any sense to me. That made no sense. Yeah, they turned them into space elves. They took in the first Thor movie, they kind of had decided that the technology was kind of godlike, and maybe it's maybe it's super tech. It's up to you. Yeah. And this other one, in the second one, she's like, oh, everyone has lasers except for Asgardians. Yeah, yeah. It's just their one long range weapon is a hammer. Yeah. Unless they're on a boat, and then they have long range weapons. Yeah, I also didn't understand the motivations of the Dark Elves. So it's like, all right, we had this universe that, like, and then it got destroyed by order showing up or whatever. Fine, fine background story, but you can no, ex- it's not fine. No, no, but I just mean like whatever. That's some stupid myth. Fine, but mm. once they come back, why destroy the universe that's here? Why not just like, like you know, hang out? Like, yeah, why, why, I don't why, why don't you just get a planet and just. Do your yeah, thing. Like, yeah, I don't. I just didn't understand the destroy the universe none of, part no, of the plan. None of it. None of it made mm. sense. It was a mess of a movie, and I really like uh, the Dark Elf in the comics. He has a really great story background. Yeah. And if you watch some of the animated uh, Thor stuff too, they build on that. But back when I mean, in that Thor is still magic though. He's not, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. He's not like a, a a new god from DC. Yeah. Basically, so I, I, I yeah I just felt it was lazy. I felt yeah I felt that was just cheap. Uh, I, I really like the first Thor movie. It was cheesy, it was stupid, but I, you know, I can, there's some movies I can just turn off my brain and have a good time. Thor 2 just made it even worse. It was, it was a worse version of the He-Man with uh, Dolph Lundgren to me. Yeah. That was a pretty tough one to sit through. Thor 2. Uh, He-Man, yeah. I was young enough that I didn't know. But, uh, yeah. yeah Thor Courtney t- Cox. Yeah. Thor 2 was tough because of fucking, uh, what's her, what's her face is in it. And the, him having a love story doesn't, mm-hmm work like i know that it's, it's just kind of annoying to me where it's these god-like people and then there's like it works in the comic book cage that a big strong guy can protect like mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense on a fairy tale level but when you're watching it in like kind of a real world you know situation mm-hmm. 
that Natalie Portman, you're just going to be like, you, just explosions, things would, you would have bits yeah. of you fall off. Like, there's no way. It's kind of, it's kind of the lowest lane effect. Yeah. You, you're in immortal, you're in mortal danger because I'm dealing with all the space shit that's raining down on you. It's kind of my fault. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine on the comic book page because you, like, yeah. but when you're trying to film it in like this gritty re- real world style, you know, we're still trying to get over New York. But then it's like, <laughs> Yeah, and, but you would have chunks of Jane Foster lying on the ground. Her little witty friend would be long fucking gone. Oh. Eric Selvig would be a splat. Like, there's no, what a waste of that character. Just they just made him crazy. I, whatever. Yeah, that was just, weird too. Yeah, I yeah, it just uh, it was kind of really lax for my Marvel movies, especially uh, the Wolverine movie was the last Wolverine movie. The first one was incredibly stupid. The second one was just dull. Just boring. Just you know, I only, numbers. I only watched the like the extended cut version, like the director's cut or whatever. There's a direct. Uh, the first one or the second. The one? second one. I, um, there's a director's. Yeah, cut uh, or like it's uh, extra foot. I don't know. I, I just downloaded a torrent and it was making reference to it being longer, and I dug it, but it wasn't like there was a lot of story that didn't need to be told there. But there was. I mean, I, I overall I liked. It. I think it's more because that first one was just pretty tough. Yeah. That to make a, at least a decent film, I was like, ah, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a C movie or an F movie, really. Yeah. I, and I collect, I had that series growing up that was my X-Men generation because I'm old. Uh, and it was, it was fun to see some of the characters, but at the end of the, I felt like Wolverine, like there was no threat against Wolverine. Like, especially he lost his powers. We all know he's going to get his powers back. Like, yeah. There's no real threat. And then the characters that die, you're like, I didn't even care about him. Who cares? Yeah. I will say this about uh, the new X-Men movie. Really, really good. Have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, did you see X-Men 3? Yeah. That's the, that's the one where they go to the island with the bridge and it was horrible. Yes. Like, every scene was terrible. Every scene was yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Uh, <laughs> via, via the power of time travel, a lot of things were fixed from X-Men 3. Oh, okay. Specifically. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, really well done. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh I only have, like, one small issue. Uh, the time travel part in the original storyline of Days of Future Past uh, had nothing to do with Kitty Pride. In this one, Kitty Pride has a secondary mutation. Well, they didn't, they didn't even say it. But all of a sudden, she can just, like, send people's consciousnesses back through time. It's yeah. like, well, I've only always known her as the girl who can just phase through walls. But, yeah, you that... know, that's the, that's the very minor thing. I, I was going to... Originally, when I saw the Quicksilver costume... I was kind of upset. I thought it looked really stupid. Yeah. But it was an, uh, a remarkable piece, uh, seeing Quicksilver do his thing as a speedster. Yeah. They did a really great job. That's a fantastic scene. A-list. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I saw the I saw the I um, that in the trailer, or at least one of them was in the trailer, where he's running around some circular like medical room. I was mm. like, wow, that's actually a really good effect. It's like, a really yeah. great effect. It's only done once, but uh, to great effect. Like, it was really highly enjoyable. And I, I thought it, after seeing his, like, silver jacket and just yeah. goggles and uh a walkman i guess back in the 70s which i'm not even sure if that's a thing i yeah. was just like really really concerned because he looks so stupid but it worked it worked which yeah. is great which is great great for x-men fans great for great just for the movie going public yeah not getting a shitty and it, x-men movie and now uh, avengers 2 has got to up their game because quicksilver's in that one as well a different quicksilver though yeah yeah well it's the same guy just this nope. 
No. No, I don't mean the same actor. I mean the same comic book character. Yeah, but he's yeah. not. He's not a mutant. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they they don't say it. The, the the what I heard was that the deal was he can have all his powers, but he can't reference him being Magneto's kid, mm. and you can't use the term mutant. Yeah. At the uh, I'm going to give a spoiler. So for Cap the the Captain America Winter Soldier, so turn off your headsets or whatever. If uh, turn off your speaker. Just for a second, at the end of Captain America, after all the credits and stuff like that, you see uh, Scarlet Witch and 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 Quicksilver running around, uh, and it looks exciting. I hope it's good. I really hope. Uh, you know, it's 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 tough. It's it's spectacle over story a lot of the time, and I really felt that Captain America: Winter Soldier was just a great story yeah. that happened to have. Uh, a superhero at the center of it. Yeah. Which is the best thing you could say, I think, really. No, I dug that one. I actually like that better than the first uh, Captain America movie, but I didn't really like the first one. That, well, I didn't dislike ah, it. No, no, I didn't dislike it. I'm not taking, son of a bitch. I'm not taking points away. I'm just <laughs> not giving as many points. It's, it's ah. uh, like, it was perfectly fine. Like, there was nothing bad about it. I just, there was There's nothing bad about yeah, it. Yeah, but I just, it just didn't hold my attention a lot. Like, really? Just, oh, see, I'm a big yeah. history buff. I'm a big comic books history buff so and the the two merging yeah and that first uh captain america first avenger movie was it was like a perfect storm of wonderfulness to me yeah there was just a little bit too much of the i don't know i just don't like the whole hydra slash nazi thing it's i mean i know it's part of the comics but it just it seemed to be like so like kind of pussyfooted around it and like made like i mean i know they can't show up to like a concentration camp and have you know like hydra be there but the way they did it was just a little too like sissying and it seemed like all those scenes took too long yeah and there was a lot of like I, I I agree with you. Uh, yeah. uh, there was basically there was only three real Nazis in the entire movie. Yeah, everyone else was Hydra. And then uh, the the whole thing with what's her face. I know that's important to his character, but it wasn't important to that movie. Uh, what's her face? The the, the his his his. Uh, oh, the... they're making a they're making a TV show. About yeah, it. Carter or something. Yeah, Agent, yeah, yeah. Agent Carter. Yeah. Which I mean, it, I get that that's important, like whatever. But like for the movie, is like she was just kind of like. She was there yeah. and made to appear important, but yeah. didn't actually do anything that furthered any plot ever. Uh, yeah. No, I still, no, I, I, I can, I can understand where you're coming from. I, I thought she was great myself. Um, it, it's, it's really interesting to watch the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series, which has been a complete and utter piece of shit. Up yeah, until, I was wrong about that. Up until uh, the Captain America. Yeah, and yeah. Everything changed with Hydra. Yeah. And I thought that was a... Uh, a really awesome thing but at the same time they, the the season finale was just like oh really are you kidding me who cares yeah uh especially for whedon and everyone goes oh it's not joss whedon it's his brother he joss whedon is credited number one as a producer and number one for every single script on that yeah show. no he's got writing credits on he's like got that. yeah every yeah. single one he's got a writing credit yeah. on and a lot of people are like no it's not really joss whedon it's the other whedon and it's like nah, that doesn't that doesn't float with me you can't make these paper thin characters and try and make me give a shit about them just because they all sound like they're from a Buffy t TV series. They all sound exactly the same. They all have their little quips that sound like every single thing from Buffy to uh, to Angel. Of just everyone, everyone's a smartass. Apparently, no one can just be a cold hard killer. Everyone has to be a smartass. Yeah. That was um that was when you were last on uh, we were talking about this and I said uh, you know right, let's finish out the season you come back and tell me if you still hate it I don't hate it yeah I I actually started enjoying it, especially especially with Bill Paxton showing up and bringing some chops but uh I will watch every single episode but uh 
I give it right now. I give it a B minus overall. Yeah. It went. It went from. It went from like D. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you hated the fuck out of it I at hate, first. I yeah, really. Yeah. It was just saccharine as shit. Yeah. And then, then they brought up the game a little bit. So that see, was it's weird. Like my path went the other way. I, I kind of dug it because I, I dug it for where I thought it was going, but it kind of lost points. Like I love the Hydra thing, but the, yeah, I the love way the, Hydra the way they finished the season out was like eh, this. Is, yeah. yeah, like uh, I, I really wanted something a little with a little more balls to it, and yeah, I did. I did like Patton Oswald showing back up as his twin brother, who's yeah. not grieving about his other twin brother. Yeah, <laughs> I do love Patton Oswald. Yeah, so that's I good. mean, or is he one of those life decoys, or you know, uh, life model decoys? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's ever been introduced. I thought, <laughs> I think if they would have, they would have introduced it. It was, in it was Winter inter- Soldier, in Winter Soldier. Well, it was so. introduced in in uh, uh, that Iron Man movie. A life model decoy? Yeah, well, that's Tony answers the phone when oh, Coulson I was trying like, to. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I believe the only other time a life model decoy has been mentioned was in the David Hasselhoff version of Nick Fury, Agent of the Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, blasphemy. But yes, correct. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going back. That's a tough one to sit through. I, I made the attempt. I have not seen it since it originally aired. I found a site that was streaming it, and I was just kind of curious because when S.H.I.E.L.D. came on, like the current S.H.I.E.L.D. incarnation, I was like, hey, mm. you know. I know it's not going to be good. Like, I have no hopes for it being good, but yeah. maybe I'll sit through it and just see how bad it is. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it was It was near unwatchable. And that was uh, written by David S. Goyer, the guy who wrote all the Blade movies and the Batman trilogy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And the new Superman stuff as well. Uh, so. Yeah, the new, um, the new Superman versus Batman oh, is looking like talk- it's going to be a piece of shit. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, that's... Uh... Why do you want me to, like... Knock this microphone over. Well, hey, no, I'm not making fun of Batman on this one. It was the, no, no, that no. they cast Jason Mom- Momia or whatever as, as, as Aqu- Aquaman. But here's the thing. Oh. Every many, single piece of casting in this thing how has many, been How many people terrible. do you need in this fucking movie, too? Well, the, it's supposed to be an introduction for the JLA, but at the same time, it's going to be horrible. There's no, yeah. I, there's not a single possibility that this can be good. You know, originally from, you know, the Ben Affleck casting, which everyone just hated, and rightfully so, he's not going to be a good Batman. But then Jay, uh, Eisenberg being Lex Luthor, yeah. the chick from the Fast and the Furious movies who weighs like ninety pounds playing Wonder Woman, yeah. and just yeah, there's there it's 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 it, and you know they're basing off the Man of Steel franchise, which was an okay movie. It's a B minus Superman movie. Yeah, it's all right. When yeah. it really just should have been an A. You know, yeah. it should have been pretty pretty awesome and was just okay in my opinion. Other people hate it and other people really love it, but. No, uh, I probably like it a little bit more than you. I'd, I'd give like a solid B. Like, you know, really? yeah, it was for it's a really tough character to film. Like, that's a, I think yeah. so too. I just think it could have been written a lot better. Yeah, I, I love Zod as a character. It's a great character, but you know, and I love Michael Shannon playing Zod. Great actor, but he's just so two dimensional. Yeah. I hate you. I will kill you. And it's like that's it's three hours, uh, two and a half hours of that. Yeah, you know, it's there's no depth of like why why Zod's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, like it could have gone further. Like, there's nothing. A great villain can also be sympathetic, you know. Yeah. And that's you know. Well, that's that's the idea. For you were supposed to say that it, it, from the villain's perspective, it's he's the hero in the story. Yeah. That's that's how you make a good villain. Yeah, that was one of those just like you know twisting his curly mustache while tying a girl to the train tracks. Like, yeah. There's no there's no hope that he's not on a Joseph Campbell esque hero's journey where in the end he realizes his Christ like nature and then moves on. No, yeah. he's just going like. He he he, and then they're steepling his fingers and watching somebody get eaten by sharks. Yeah, you know, it's a Bond villain. I yeah. still enjoyed the action a lot. Some people thought the fight scenes went on too long, but I, I could watch that stuff all day. 
But that doesn't mean you, you have to have a mediocre story, especially when you're filming over two hours. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Michael Bay, with Transformers. There's no reason those movies should go close to three hours. There's yeah. absolutely no reason. I haven't really sat there a whole one. I watched some with riff tracks on and they're really like, even with riff tracks, it's not, it's not savable. Yeah. As a kid who collected generation one and there's somewhere in my parents' place, there's still a die cast Optimus Prime sitting there. Uh, the first movie I really, I enjoyed. It was just great to see the, the Transformers walking around talking and, and, but man, two and three is just like, oh my gosh, please just. Do something else. Yeah, but this one's got Mark Wahlberg and T.J. Miller, yeah. so it's going to be great. This is going to be about your yeah. future. <laughs> yeah. I can send you to college on this junk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say I need a mother for me. What? What? What's happening? <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, that's my terrible Mark Wahlberg impersonation. I, I honestly thought you were doing Christopher Walken. Uh, it's very similar. <laughs> that was. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, is Christopher my, Walken no, in this? It's, it's like, <laughs> say I need a mother for me, and then Christopher Walken. It's very similar. Every every single white male has a Christopher Walken. You know, it's kind of a very easy impersonation to do. And not I'm not doing it well right now. That's time, not but, bad. But yeah. everyone has one. Yeah, Everyone's, I don't. Yeah, you just got to slip into it. No, I tried it once on the show, and uh, uh, it was... I mean, wait, wait, wait. Um, wait what, what can I say is Christopher Walken? Because I'm terrible at this, so I'll embarrass myself. Um, what, what's a line of his dialogue? Uh, your father brought back this watch up his ass. He died of dysentery. I, I'm yeah, paraphrasing, um, of course. But yeah. Again, an awful, awful walk-in, but everyone has a walk-in. Your father. Your no, father. I didn't, yeah. Father. Yeah. No, I can't get there. Oh, I did him. Um, oh, here's one. You're very industrious. You're a secretary. You're very industrious. No, I'm, I, I'm going, I turned into Bane though. You're very industrious. You're very <laughs> industrious. I expect you to die. I expect <laughs> <laughs> I am the dog. I am I was born in the darkness. Uh, I still love that movie. Really? I've watched, oh, man. You didn't like it? No. Nah. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it like the first time I saw it. Yeah. Oh, man. I've seen it three times. It just keeps... There's so many nuances. There's so much layers. You know, there's, there's, parts I, I, there, there's parts I genuinely enjoyed about that film, but the parts I didn't like were... There were some embarrassing tell, fucking parts there. Tell me what you don't like about the movie. Well, we're watching a man run across a field, and he's exploding behind them, which has nothing to do with the plot of the movie. Well, I was born in the darkness. It's, it's simply to make a point. Yeah, it's, I, and the, the cops being stuck underground was weird. Like, the whole movie just didn't make a lot of sense. And then, and then fucking the villain dies from fucking Catwoman on a moped. Like, yeah. it's just... It's, on a moped? Uh, excuse me. Whatever. The point is... That's the, that's there the was bat some, pod. There were some pretty fucking cheap dick parts in that film it's a fucking superhero movie of course dark knight is kind of the empire strikes back of that series like you really can't get better than that. another one with heath ledger yeah yeah i like the uh, heath ledger parts of that uh, yeah i mean it doesn't get much better in film yeah let alone let alone the superhero movie it doesn't get much better than dark knight well see i really like the heath ledger parts but like anytime two-face was on i was just sitting there going why isn't the joker in this scene why is the Joker... No, I can't do it. What are you doing? I was trying to do Christopher Walken. I can't do it. I can't figure Why out how to make it? my voice do that. Why isn't the Joker I can't, in the scene? I keep going up here. You gotta kind of go down. Especially when he's mad. You gotta go down. You gotta go no. down. No. You talk no. high first, yeah, I don't and then have go it. down. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not... Again... No, no, you're, you're no. listening. I'm sure your listeners are like, this guy sucks. Like, more so. like least, that is my, that, But that is my Christopher At Walken. least in headphones... You sound to me like a Christopher Walken impression. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. a spot-on impersonator doing. An well, impression. no, that's the thing. I don't. I, I honestly don't really know what Walken sounds like anymore because <laughs> I think he's doing a Walken impression. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I agree. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what Mark Wahlberg sounds like. It's kind of, you know, say, say I didn't mother, say I didn't mother for me. Uh, I'm trying to do Boston, but it keeps going back to walking, so. Yeah. No, know. I was I was trying to think hey, of that. chicken, I'm not going to eat you. Just say I didn't mother for me. Yeah. You know, very, very Boston-y. No. Very I, Massachusetts. I got the, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a fucking accent for either. Damn it. I was really hoping I'd have an awesome accent, but turns out one, I just, I went through all my, uh. Oh, here, well, do you have an impersonation? No, I don't think time? I do. That's what I was trying to figure yeah. it out. What, what impersonations can I do? I don't have any. I'm going to have to work on one now. Yeah. I can kind of use Sean Connery sometimes. From the dawn of time we came, traveling silently through the centuries. None knew we were among you until now. In the time of the quickening, and that's all I can remember of that little thing. Um, yeah. Sure. You want to get to Poland? Here's how you do it. One of yours pulls a knife. One of yours pulls a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of yours to the fucking morgue. Yes. That's how you get to Poland. That's the Chicago way. Um, I can do a really sweet impression mm -hmm. of something easy. I can't think of anything. I was hoping I'd come up with one. Um... Oh, what's the name of that thing that I always do? Oh, check this out. Watch, watch this. Snarful. See? From the Thundercats. <laughs> I think it's just Snarf. I know. I couldn't remember what it's Snarful. I was trying to come up with a cartoon character, and I was like... A thousand furries listening to your podcast right now just rolled over in there. Uh, well, I hate to break it to you guys, but My Little Pony blows dick. Uh, I agree. I, yeah. I tried giving it a shot, actually. Oh, have you even... Oh, I didn't even... No, it was at the beginning of the phase, and oh, I was okay. like reading Reddit, and everyone's posting My Little Pony shit, and I, yeah. like, I tried watching it couple episodes and I was like I don't get it it's beyond me I'm too old I get I get Adventure Time Adventure Time is a lot of fun and I can understand the appeal to that but yeah My Little Pony is just it's weird it's uh, I mean not weird it's weird that people grown men like it and let's just call spade spade pedophiles like it oh is that is that there are a lot of like creepy kid toucher types I'm sure of it yeah a hundred percent yeah the only thing I've seen from it are random things on the internet like a you know guys dressed up as a pony or you know yeah. I, I've heard the term brony before I know there's a the brony documentary on Netflix about it I don't but... I don't even, I don't want to pay it any mind it's not that good of a show and it doesn't deserve this kind of uh pussy empowerment in males. You know, yeah, kind of like I can like ponies too. They're magical. I like D and D. I like fucking you know fighting dragons and talking to unicorns. But I'm not gonna. I I don't know why. I don't know why it's different for me. I have yeah. no. I have no. I love my dark elves. I love my light elves. I love all that shit. But you know the, the pony thing. I just don't. I just don't understand it. It's not funny to me. And yeah. I think I have a pretty broad sense of humor. And apparently everyone's going, oh, no, it has a really adult kind of sincere. No, Adventure Time does. Yeah. But this doesn't. The one thing I agree with, I, I do love talking to unicorns, though. That is the one Who thing I saw out of your... Yeah. Who doesn't want to talk to a unicorn? I know. Unicorns, fantastic. If they can speak common in, in Forgotten Realms, it's it's a magical place. Yeah. I have, I, have a, I have a fantasy world in which narwhals and unicorns could finally be together. They're kind of the same thing. Yeah, they're, just, they're the unicorns they're just, of the sea. They're, they're sea unicorns. Yeah, sea doodongs or whatever. <laughs> what are those things called? Doodongs? Do oh, uh, the mermaids? Or no, no, like they're like a manatee. There's like a uh, dumb name for manatee, like doogongs, googongs. <laughs> I, I was uh, <clears throat> for some reason I keep bringing up narwhals on the show recently, and uh, I I was trying to remember what the fuck the name of that was. So I spent I ended up editing it out of the show, thank God. But I spent on the because I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning it now. Yeah, well, I was doing well, no, pertinent. no, I was doing a solo show where I just sat there for like five minutes because I know I can edit it out going. 
Dugong, do do go. But it, I said it so many times that it lost Count, all meaning. Count Dooku. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so I um, that's another thing I was trying to catch would not catch up on. I was trying to find shows to watch that aren't terrible, and I gave Clone Wars a try, which I'd it's never okay. seen. It's alright. Yeah, it's it's kind of okay. Like it's like the, maybe it gets better as it goes on because I just I watched a bit of the first season. I, yeah, I've only watched a couple couple of episodes. I, I, I it wasn't offensive to me. Yeah, my problem was um. A lot of grown ass men are into it and like really speak highly of the show. Yeah. And um Oh no. Watch watch uh Justice League Unlimited, watch uh Yeah, Avengers, watch that one. Avengers Assemble. Just watch no, no, that that's something grown ass men can enjoy. Well, I actually watched all those already. Yeah. Is the problem. So it's it's I know, right? You run out of things to watch. I know. It's hard to find a good cartoon these days. Yeah. Um I would just say rewatch Justice League Unlimited, because to me that's some of the most perfect animation. With with adult storylines and great superhero themes that you could possibly. See. I'm trying to remember what's the. Um, oh, have, you been, have you been watching Arrow at all? Uh well, yeah yeah I caught back up. Oh good yeah. So you watched it? You watched the season two finale? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find. I had notes in here. I guess I ain't gonna work. <laughs> my for some reason my uh, my all my bookmarks went away um, since since earlier since yesterday, and I don't know what just happened to them. <laughs> it's really annoying. Are you, are you in the right browser? Yeah. This is something I've had to talk to my parents about. Because they have Chrome and Safari. They keep getting confused. Yeah, I don't know. what. I'll just bring it up. Uh, I was just seeing if it, um Yeah, I'm all caught up on, on Arrow, which... Phenomenal. I've had the best time. Especially. I I've enjoyed it. But it's getting to the point now of like... Really? It's like just... Is there no one that's not a superhero in this fucking town? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. I I, this, I don't mind that at all. I mean, I like first season. They said no super, no no superpowers, just you know people in masks, like the hunters, yeah, himself. But I fucking enjoyed uh, Slade Deathstroke storyline like so much, yeah. and I enjoyed all of that. I, I my I think my only thing that I the only thing that kind of irked me a little bit in the season was Amanda Waller is a hot black woman, and she will. Amanda Waller will always be uh, CCH Pounder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Batman, uh, from uh, Justice League Unlimited and Batman Beyond. That, yeah. That's forever to me will be Amanda Waller. I'm like, what is she doing? Why don't you hire Amanda Waller to play... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> why don't yeah. you hire CCH Pounder to play Amanda Waller? Yeah, you're completely right. That That is odd. And it seems to be a little... Like, that whole Sinister Six... Uh, um, sorry. Secret Six? Secret uh, Six. Yeah. <clears throat> Amanda Waller thing. It just seems a little forced, like... I I didn't mind it, because I'm just happy they're plugging it in. It's a bunch of characters no one but, you know, me and you and a yeah. couple other people really glom on to, and I, I enjoy the fact that people are, like, excited, and I get texts, like, yeah, I like what's, the... what's up with, what's up with, uh, what's up with Lawton? What's his yeah. storyline? I'm like, oh, that guy's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. He's great. No, I mean, I like that aspect of it. It just seems like they... I love the Harley Quinn reference. Yeah. That was good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That made me really happy. Yeah. I know they're not going to yeah. show her, like, for I real. Know, but, but, man, if they did. Yeah, that would make, make me really happy. But, unfortunately, you know, without Mr. H, uh, I don't know nah, that they can... I don't care. Yeah. Throw her in. Throw her in the mix. I don't yeah. care. I mean, like, the last time Harley Quinn was on uh, TV was on the uh, Birds of Prey TV series, played by Ferris Bueller's love interest. Uh, I can't... I don't know that. I know her name was name. Sloan in the movie. I'm sorry, who? Her name oh, was Sloan in the Sloan. movie, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she played Harlequin never in makeup. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey was awful. Though. Yeah, I never like, watched it. I, I Everybody told me it was awful. Man, that's great. That's worse than S.H.I.E.L.D. 
And that's not that's saying a lot, but it's well, pretty, you know, Shield got good at least, or it better. Did, it, yeah, yeah it, did, it did get better. Yeah, it's the uh, at least it followed the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm not really so much looking forward to next season because of the. I am. It just, but it it just seems like it's going to be a lot of like, hey, let's rebuild shit, guys, and I just I. Well, the city's been wrecked twice in two yeah. seasons. Uh, you know, it, I'm very interested to see what they do with uh, Ra's al Ghul, because Anissa al Ghul is, yeah. is in it. And, and I think it's going to be fantastic. Now, are they outside of Continuum on that They're show? They're to- totally outside of Continuum. Okay, so... They so, can do anything they want. So Rache can show up. Rache can show up. Okay, all right. Uh, that's interesting. I, I met Neil Adams. That, that you said, I said Ra's al Ghul, and you yeah. said Rache, Rache al Ghul. Yeah. I actually met Neil Adams at a comic book sighting yeah. at Excalibur Comics. And I... I'm just there to sign my comics. I'm not there to really talk with them. I don't. I've seen a thousand celebrities waiting tables and stuff like that, so I don't bother people. But the guy in front of me goes, "So is it Roz or is it Raish?" And uh, 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 Neil Adams like, "Well, I've always said Roz," but he, he turns to me and goes, "Like, you know, do you say tomato or tomato? Uh, do you say either or either?" And I go, "Yes." It depends yeah. on, on on the situation. He goes, "That's the correct answer. You could you could say it either way." Well, I quote the great Kevin Conroy when he goes, Rish. He says Rish. Yeah. yeah th- th- so yeah. that's where. But Ra- Raz has kind of a realness to it, a Raz al Ghul. Yeah, but to me, because of the age I am, yeah. Kevin Conroy said Rish. So that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that's, that was my, you know, that show came out in, what was that, 89 ish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was it like. Was, it was, it was, no, it was, uh, it was, it was after, it was like 91 because it was after Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. So. 90, I was still, you know, 10, 11 years old. You know, I was, like yeah. I was quite young. So yeah. it's hearing that that's, yeah, that's just the way it has to be said now. Yeah. Even though I, you know, I'm sure they pronounce it differently and yada yada, but it's just it's Kevin Conroy. That's, that's the voice of the bat for me. It is the voice <laughs> of the bat. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's hard when they make cartoons and he's not doing it. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, uh, Oh boy, uh, Bruce Greenwood is a pretty good Batman. Bruce Greenwood did a good job, and te- well, technically not Batman. Um, James Con did a good one. I think it was James Con where, where he played the the Owl Man, like where they're in the alternate dimension. Oh, no, uh, no, that's not James Con. That's um, uh, oh gosh, James Woods. James Woods, yeah, 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 yeah. James Woods, oh, exactly like that. I, yeah, yeah. I thought his Owl Man was fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. that was that was perfect, perfect casting. Yeah. Really. You don't see enough of that guy. Which is, you know, kind of Batman-y, you know. It's, yeah. yeah, one, yeah. One universe next door. And then yeah. P- Peter Weller doing uh, In the Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, cartoon series. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. Perfect yeah. casting. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect casting. But my thing is, like, Kevin Conroy's still alive. Yeah. Kevin Conroy's still alive. Just keep hiring him. <laughs> uh, in the uh, the uh, in the Batman the animated series, they did, they did like, the Dark Knight storyline, uh, Dark Knight Returns storyline. It was Michael Ironside doing the voice of Batman. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a lot out there. I do like Bruce Greenwood. I like him a lot in uh, Young Justice and, and the other ones he's done as well. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the Flash thing, the, the I'm trailer for it? totally excited. Yeah. Like, I am... I love the Flash. I love his Rogues Gallery. I, I, it's, it's one of my favorite comics. Next, it's to me, it's more enjoyable sometimes than Batman. They, they didn't put a lot of mediocre writers on Batman, so you don't get a really good Batman run for many, many years. Uh, but uh, Jeff Johns just did a number with uh, his several year run of the Flash and kind of making him one of the most important characters in the dc universe for for b-lister that like a lot of people like yeah. your, your girlfriend and your wife might not know who the flash is but 
uh, when I when I saw him introduced, I got so excited. When I saw him get shot with lightning and arrow, I got so excited. And then when I watched the trailer, like right off the bat, they show like his main nemesis, and I'm just like, fuck yes. Wait, who did they show in the trailer? They show they showed Zoom, Professor Zoom. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's te- he's he's telling a story about his uh, mother being murdered. And how he saw like this blur, and you see this like, like this oh quick, yeah 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 okay. You see this quick reverse flash. Oh, you uh, know what? I actually I don't even think I picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I but I when they showed Zoom right off the bat, I, yeah. just my nerd, my nerd boner was huge. Yeah. They showed Weather Wizard right off the bat. I'm just, I'm very excited. I hope it doesn't suck. I mean, it it I think it, it to make a TV series last five seasons on a superhero with superhero powers. That's kind of harder to empathize. They're, I, you know, it's going to be difficult to write, but I think if it's the Arrow team, I think I, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, and and, and not make it so nine hundred two one zero y. So, yeah, that's the thing with Arrow is is I can't watch it weekly. Like I have to build up like five episodes in a row because have, it's just it is the one show I have to watch oh, immediately as it airs. The the, the I dr- don't do this anymore as an yeah. adult. You the know? dramatic elements are just so. Tough to sit through at tides. Well, it's season just... one, season one especially, but it seemed like halfway through uh, season one, they're just like, let's just go balls out. We're gonna get canceled. Yeah, let's, let's just go balls out action. Get rid of all this nine hundred two one zero dramedy, yeah, drama going on. And yeah, it, it pops up once in a while, but the stakes are so high in season two. Like I felt the entire, it felt like the entire season when Slade shows up, when Deathstroke shows up. It seems like from that point on, it was all a season finale. Yeah, like ten episodes of a season finale. Yeah, that was I think that's, I, that's yeah. I thought that's for me, you know, for me, where I can't wait till it shows up on Hulu the next day. Yeah, because I don't have cable. I'm just like, please, 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 and I'm just like drinking it in. Yeah, I just. I, at some point, I mean, I said this before, but it's just like everybody's now a fucking hero, like well, you know, or a villain, or everybody's got a costume. Black Canary made sense. Yeah. Uh, Roy Harper being Red Arrow, yeah. or Speedy makes sense. Uh, and then and then Deathstroke, and I guess uh, his best friend's dad, um, Slade's daughter slash person that owns the company with him. That wasn't his daughter, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But that was. Yeah. She clearly paid Ravager, who was yeah. in the comics, is his daughter. Oh, that might be where uh, I picked Solomon, that up from. Uh, Solomon Grundy made an appearance as Cyrus Gold. He he was like one of the first guys to get uh, get the Muraku. You know, I thought I heard a Solomon G- a Grundy reference. It was. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we don't know if he's dead or not. I would love to see fucking Solomon Grundy. That would make fuck. me so happy. Oh, and, my god! Especially in that universe where everything's kind of gritty and serious. They just have this dumb Solomon, Solomon Grundy board on a Monday yeah. and just smashing shit. Uh, yeah. Well, Solomon Grundy, it depends on what... Uh, reincarnation he is i like the big dumb undead one like well he's always undead but sometimes he's not evil after he's been smited oh okay Uh, he comes back he regenerates sometimes he's really really smart yeah it's kind of like gray hulk or something like that and sometimes he's really stupid but uh not evil in the starman uh james robinson star run starman run uh that solomon grundy uh was not evil and he was just kind of basically just retarded yeah and no, I like the kind of Scooby Doo version, you know, like where it's just like he's just like a <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, just a big dumb fucking undead Probably. thing that punches stuff. I grew up in the seventies and eighties watching Challenge of the Super Friends and Solomon Grundy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, man, so great, the so good. Cartoon Express version, yeah, yeah. That's um, I'm looking forward to um, next season. What I was saying before, not looking forward to next season, I was referring to Shield, where uh, like. 
oh great, we're gonna rebuild Shield. Yay, there's gonna be training sequences and whatever alien things going on. Through yeah, like uh, yeah, you know what the most um, important part of uh, fucking you know Rocky movie? It's when he's training in Russia. That's the one we always remember. So it's like I think next season's just gonna be a bunch of training in Russia. Oh, you know? Jeez, I hope not. They need to get. They really need to get their act together with major supervillains. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad they brought Hydra on. I mean, that was like that was a game changer as far as my enjoyment of the series. But they keep uh, other than other than Graviton and maybe one other minor villain. It's just like you have this you have this plethora of D list villains, yeah. C list villains, and or B B level heroes. I I was I was really excited because Netflix is doing a Marvel Knights run of different shows like. Iron Man, uh, yeah, it's Iron Daredevil. Fist. They're doing Daredevil yeah. with a uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin, which to me was like the best casting in superhero news I've is heard. That, in a is very that long. Private Pile from? from yes, oh, okay, from yeah, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, cool. And, yeah, that is uh, yeah. special, not special victim, the unit, criminal intent, I believe. I've never seen any of those shows. Uh, well, yeah. he's great in them. I mean, he's just a great actor yeah. in general. But he's perfect. Like it's perfect. Yeah, yeah that's casting. gonna be cool. Yeah. yeah, the guy who's playing Daredevil. Uh, have you watched Boardwalk Empire? No. Oh, okay. Well, he he's a character. He he, he plays an Irishman. He is Irish uh, in Boardwalk Empire. He's a good actor. So yeah. uh, it doesn't necessarily look like what I have envisioned in my brain, what Matt Murdock looks like. But who knows? I really hope something good comes out of it because, man, that last Daredevil. Well, that's another one that I watched the extended version of, like the, the, the other cut. And I gotta tell you, it is. It doesn't make it a good movie, but man, does it make it less shitty. Really? Yeah. It is this a rated R cut? I, I, mean, I think that's what it, it was. It, it just it was just better. Like the editing was better. It really it took, was a, took a sloppy. Yeah. No. Really this if, if you're ever bored enough to sit through it, it doesn't. It, but it. I mean, it jumps a solid full letter grade. Like I mean, it really turns it from this is one of the worst superhero movies ever made to. Eh. That's, uh, I mean, all right. Like, C, C plus. if I had never, if I didn't watch it the first time and saw the, whatever that cut I'm referring to, that was the first one I saw. I'm not saying I would have liked the movie, but I certainly mm-hmm. wouldn't have been shitting on it. I'd be like, eh, that's per-. like, you didn't yeah. hit it, n- nailed and hit the head, but it was, you, you, you did. Serviceable. Yeah, you did fine. Like, yeah. Cause, uh, the, uh, a lot of the editing was also the, um, the guy that played Bullseye, who I can't, whatever that dude's name is. Uh, Colin. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. Carol. Yeah. The way they cut it, like, and it, it was just minor things, but he actually seemed less cartoonish. I mean, he, yeah, because he was pretty loud and obnoxious. He, in one point in the movie, he goes, "I want a costume," and then he never gets a costume. Yeah, I think I actually, like, what did they, I think they he lost actually, something I think there. they actually get a costume in that. I think yeah. that might even be one of the things, but he seemed much more like he was having fun and not just over the top. Um, bad guy, Joel Schumacher version of Batman oh. villains, where it's just like. I'm a bad guy. Let's dance and sing. You know, yeah, like one of those. Oh, uh, oh, it's please. But uh, yeah, it was, don't don't say his name three times. He might show yeah. up. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun though. We could we could beat him <laughs> mercilessly. Well, to be fair, I really like falling I like down. Tigerland. Yeah, well, falling down was a good fucking movie. I don't know how the guy that did falling down directs. Oh well, no. I, I you know what I how, how you feel about uh, other movies and like kind of like didn't go all the way. That's how I feel about falling down. Like falling down. Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, Michael Douglas's character, he kills one person the entire time. Yeah. He's running around with a gun. He kills one white supremacist yeah. the entire time. And I thought that was kind of saccharine. I'm like, are you going to really show a guy's meltdown? But he's kind of doing good. Yeah. You know, I I, just, I, I felt when I, I initially saw it, I thought it was going to be something really much more intense. And it's just a guy, it's just a guy running around town scaring people. 
and then the one guy he kills is is an unsympathetic white supremacist character. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I uh, I just I just like his performance in it, and uh, no, his performance is great. Yeah, it, it was just a it was a decent it was just a good like the way it was filmed was good like it was just one of those solid good films like you don't want to sit up and think about it too long it's kind of like that that avengers thing where if you really sit down and think about the avengers no part of it makes sense it's kind of a crappy movie as far as writing but it's like oh this is spectacular and, let's just enjoy it no, no, uh, and the the spectacle is an a plus but yeah, i agree yeah. with you the story is fairly flat uh when you when you can step back afterwards yeah. you're like oh i saw these superheroes working together it was fantastic yeah but when you actually start thinking about it yeah you can you can deconstruct it and it's like yeah it's a fairly simple tale well also like an alien invasion and loki's motivation doesn't make a lot of sense like yeah. mo- most of the story doesn't really make a lot of sense like Oh, let's get him caught so you can make the team not mm-hmm. like you because then you'll be in a ship and somehow you'll know, like, none and of you'll, th- you'll influence the Hulk through your... Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was a lot of... All, all that kind of made sense in a way to me in a comic book way. And yeah. I, I was I was fine with it. But yeah, there, it's, it's like, okay, so the Chitari are this race and apparently if you shut a wormhole they'll all just shut down so yeah. are they machine biological that w- machine people th- that was and, weird and in the Marvel universe the Chitari are also known as the Skrull which are major major shape-shifting bad guys oh is that supposed to be the same thing I didn't uh, know that's, in yeah. different universes they're called different things yeah, the yeah. Chitari are, are also known as the Skrull well the Skrull they can't have because they're owned by the other company they're, they're owned by the people that have Fantastic Four it's Sony yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever the whatever the other one that has the Marvel products uh, has scroll yes. and it's and Sony, um yeah. the other one Cree X Men Cree Cree Skull the, the two the two people that fight in space all the time Cree and Scroll Kree those Skrull, are, yeah. they're both owned by uh, I guess Sony both so major assholes in the Marvel yeah universe. but yeah that was but there's the other part of that that bothers me and I like the sacrifice bit and I fell for it but like. I don't understand why in that universe momentum doesn't work anymore. Where Tony could have easily just let the <laughs> let the 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 bomb go, and then it's a comic book movie, dude. You really got to. Really as much as I was complaining yeah. about Iron Man three yeah. and its stupidity, yeah. that kind of thing. You're just like, well, you know. But like, it's just one of those. Like, he's this guy that's like the smartest dude in the movie. Like, he's the one that like, and he doesn't figure out you could just like let go now because momentum still functions. You know. Yeah. Also, got to think out how many times he's actually been in space in that suit. Probably not that often. Yeah, I mean, and he's pretty excited just to get rid of the bomb. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, it it is. It is. I mean, it works in the movie logic, but at some point, it just kind of. I forget. Somebody pointed out one of the logical flaws in the film. I forget what it was, but it was something stupid. I went, "Oh yeah, oh crap!" And then I started thinking about it, and then just kind of went through like step by step the whole way. I went, "Oh, uh oh." (laughs) I I still enjoy it. I mean, like like I was complaining about Joss Whedon dialogue before. I still really enjoy Avengers. I think it's a a really smart, uh, crisp movie, well made uh, superhero movie. I mean, when I came out of it, I was like total A, but yeah, like you say, you think about it, it's like, eh, it's yeah. just kind of, it, you know, just a simple alien invasion storyline, which we've seen a thousand times before in a thousand different movies, and the motivations. I Loki, I mean, uh, that actor is just so good. Oh, Tom Hiddleston or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's... He's the only thing that made Thor two from being an utter complete. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Him and him and the guy from the wire. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That, that runs the door. I was kind of disappointed he took off his helm. Yeah, I, I, when I, he took off his helm. I'm like, oh, I got to look at dude. I kind of thought I was thinking that too because like, <laughs> or, or, yeah, or I can't, I can't yeah. pronounce it. But I like I liked him as being just the dude that stands there. Like he's, yeah. he's like like stoic, like Game of Thrones. Like, like he's the Night's Watch. He's the wall. Like yeah. he's just dude that just stands with his giant fucking sword Let's and looks see at across shit. space and time. Yeah. and yeah. I, that's, and then he's all of a sudden in a in a tavern with his helmet off. Yeah, I'm that, like, ah, man, don't do that. Yeah, that really kind of shrunk the character a bit. But <laughs> I, Avengers, it, the other part of it was 
oh, well, now the Hulk, now he can control what he becomes the Hulk. Mm-hmm. No, the secrets are always angry. But but now when you're the Hulk, you can be friends with people and save them? That's, that, there's no, you didn't explain. A lo- well, a lot of that was coming from the last, the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't, uh, yeah. at, the, at the very end, like, he's, you see, um, oh gosh, who played him now? Edward Norton is playing the Hulk. And he's like, uh, after everything's gone wrong in New York, because that's where everything takes place normally, yeah. except for Iron Man takes place in L.A., I don't know why. But uh, at the end of the movie, he's like in uh, e- either in Alaska or near the Arctic or something like that, in a cabin miles away from everyone. He's like sitting in a yoga pose, and then he's like training himself, and he opens up his eyes, and he's like training himself to become the Hulk. Yeah. By will. Well, no, I, keep him under control. I get the becoming the Hulk part, but yeah. it's the while you're the Hulk that now it's like, oh, no, my friend's falling from the sky. I can well, catch him. Okay, I, I, I can actually answer that question. I would like to know, obviously. All right, okay. So when he's Look, on... we're not going to chase any non-geeks off. They're gone. Right, they're, gone. Every, they're, they're long Vaginas gone. Vaginas are gone. Yeah, yeah. They've disappeared from this conversation. Yeah, when Loki is on board the helicarrier, yeah. he's affecting Bruce Banner to turn into the Hulk. He's actually controlling him at that point. He's using his scepter... To enrage him, make him uncontrollable. Okay. So he starts attacking everyone, including Black Widow yeah. and Thor and stuff like that. When he's away from that effect, he's now good Hulk again. He's our friendly. Oh, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize the Hulk in this universe wasn't just a giant rage monster he's that killed not. everything. He's not. No, no. He's yeah. never. Well, he's never been that way. Uh, uh, except for maybe the Ultimates universe where he eats people. Yeah. Uh, but the Hulk, not... the Hulk. The Hulk has always been a hero. See, I'm not super familiar with, because the ones I've read were like kind of the, 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 the Hallmark Hulk ones. So like the one where, um, he can't be on the planet anymore. So they send him that planet. He yeah. becomes a gladiator. Planet Hulk, I think yeah, it's planet called. Yeah, Planet Hulk. It's terrible. But like, I, I enjoyed it just for the, I mean, I literally just enjoyed it for the set pieces. Like yeah. Hulk killing things fun. Like, yeah. and I actually more like the cartoon they made of it. But, I um, like the cartoon too. But um, the, 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 but apparently he was so dangerous that they had to send him off yeah. Earth. Yeah. So that's my, like, my knowledge of the Hulk is, like, that style yeah, of, like... Yeah, no, he's, he's basically a rage monster, yeah. uh, but he's also... Hulk has always been, like, he knows the difference between right and wrong. He'll get confused about if someone's attacking him. Like, Hulk, stop. It's yeah. like Wolverine, or... or yeah. That's originally how Wolverine... So he's came. like he's like Lenny from Mice and Men. He's kind of yeah, like yeah. Lenny from Mice and yeah. Men. It's like, you know, you point him in the right direction, he'll do right, yeah. you know. He won't, like, kill a kid. Yeah. I you read... know, he'll know not to do that, or he'll, he'll know to save people who are you know, from a... From a house that's on yeah. fire. He knows that. But when he's, like, confronted by heroes are trying to, like, you know, you, the, half this town is destroyed while you've been fighting this other guy. He's like, oh, I'll take you all on. Yeah. That's the, the rage part. I watched, uh, I can't remember if I watched it or read it, because I was, I was, I was watching a lot of those motion comics things. Yeah. But, uh, I watched the one where it's, uh, Hulk versus Wolverine. Yeah. And Hulk rips him in half. <laughs> okay, one, that was awesome. And I forget <laughs> if that was the same one where, and then later he actually just rips his head off. And Logan's head, is that the same comic? I've not read it. So. Okay, there's one scene where it's literally Logan's head is just there. That's that's it. It's made it. And he's talking to Nick Fury. And he goes... <laughs> As a head. Yeah, and he goes, oh, we thought you were going to die, but like it turns out you're breathing through your skin. We don't know how you're talking, but it turns out wait, you're... Wait, much... wait, what universe is this? Is it, the, is it the 616 universe? Is this normal Marvel I don't. Universe? Honestly, I don't remember. I, I was so out of context. I think wow, somebody just recommended okay. it. But it's just his head, and it goes, turns out your mutation isn't, your mutation isn't for healing. It's survival. So he's just ahead, and Logan's going back and forth. I'm like, can I have my body back now, dude? Like, <laughs> it was really fun. That sounds awesome, actually. I would like to read that. Um, I have uh, uh, my buddy Mateo listens to these shows, and he's a nerd. So, Mateo, if you're listening to this, please uh, tweet me now. All right, he's not going to tweet me now, but when this airs, I'll dude, get back oh, this, to you. And it'll... I thought this was live. Uh, no, this is not live this week because uh, my equipment is... Um, well, you've it... actually done live shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All but right. um, 
it's just the the effort involved and the time for setup I just didn't feel like doing because especially on nerd shows where it's I'm already like kind of cutting the audience in half. I just <laughs> it's I'm not gonna I'm like I'm not gonna do all that effort for like uh, you know, yeah, yeah yeah I think I saw like a complaint of our last show. It's just some guys having opinions about comics. Well, that's the thing it's is like well that's what that's what my ninety percent of my conversations. Well, but that's like. that's where I'm inviting you on. Like yeah. that's what I think the audience doesn't understand that it's not like you guys just show up and make me do a podcast like. I'm like, oh, I want to talk about some nerdy stuff. And we haven't seen each other in months. Yeah, so I call upon the foe, and then yeah. that's exactly that is how you know that is how this works. Uh, but yeah. yeah, sometimes the audience, I think, gets confused and thinks like somehow you're forcing like this is like I'm under duress. This is like, what we this is what we normally talk about. Yeah, at the bar if we were hanging well, out. Well, I think lot. it's just because I don't talk about a lot of it on the regular show, but yeah, that's because what it's why would I talk to myself about that, or if I have other friends on that aren't like. When I have, when when I have like my buddy Nate, he's he's into UFC, and I like the UFC, so I'll talk about it. Mm. And then the UFC people get like non UFC. Oh, you're talking about sports? Why are you doing that? Because it's my goddamn show. I'm talking <laughs> about do, things. Do, that do, do you do what you want? That's what I do. Like yeah. oh, you know, I like the ones where you talk about spirituality. That's why I entitle all the uh, I describe. Oh, by the way, you need to stop doing. Yeah, that. no, I like yeah. it. But like <laughs> you, like you, like all the episodes are titled with what I talk about, and then there's a description of the show. It's not like it's not like some secret thing that is. Just, well, I, I think yeah. people have gotten used to your voice, yeah. perhaps much like. Uh, you turned like we talked about this before. You turned me on to Mysterious Universe, and I just I can't go to sleep without listening to those guys. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, she's like you you have you have a certain cadence. I've been saying a lot of ums and uhs, which is killing me as an actor. You're not supposed oh, to yeah, say yeah. that online. I'm just like ah, every time I say uh uh uh, uh I'm just like fucking shoot myself in the those face. Those kill me too. Mine is I've gotten a lot better. I still um and hum and haw, but I have to edit the show, and it's not like I really do any kind of content edit, but. Sometimes you have to go through and just, you know, knock a level down and just try to make it sound better. And every time you do that, I keep hearing you going, um, uh, mm, uh, mm, um, you gotta get one of those screens. Yeah. Well, these, these actually do that, but it's, if you're talking directly in it and dry mouth and I'm not paying attention and it just, yeah, it's all you hear. Yeah. So my wife hates that. I'll do that in her ear. Yeah. To save me effort, you know, uh, very weird. Mm. Um, oh, and by the way, may I repeat, hello, Sarah, but I was talking to a different yeah. one. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to say hello to my wife, Sarah. Yes. Uh, we've been married seven months now, six months. Aw, that's yeah. adorbs. It is adorbs. It's great to find the right one after <laughs> 36 years of, yeah. of dating people and then get mar- getting married when you're 40. Uh, by the way, I would like to, uh, this is a PSA to people who are like dating in their 30s. Get married at 40. Um, uh, especially people in their 20s who want to get married now, wait. Yeah. You don't know who you are yet. Yeah. That will come around 30, 35. You'll kind of be more comfortable in your own skin. Just wait. You, getting married at 20 is nonsense. Yeah. You, I, I come from the school of thought is I'm, I don't get married unless <laughs> she asks... And then you go, yeah, all right, I'll do that. But there's no. <laughs> so romantic. You're yeah. such a romantic. I am a romantic. Alex. It's, it's, you just, again, you have to find the right one. You have to find a girl that's not really looking to get married. But, uh, you know, you want that long term commitment relationship without any kind of, um, shackle or ring. Well, or, yeah, but, you know, uh, I, I got engaged when I was 25 and thankfully it fell through. And I, I was just a boy, you know, yeah. I really, I'm just like, I'm glad that fell through or else I would have been divorced by now. No, I've, one of the, one of the best decisions I ever made. And that's why I actually kind of still have like, I'm, I'm certainly not looking to get married, but like the idea isn't uncomfortable to me because I had the, not necessarily had the opportunity to get married, but I was in a really serious relationship when I was in high school going to college when we were together four or five years. And we kind of got to that point of like, all right, we have to have a break up now 
or you know get engaged like they're this that was that was the ultimatum yeah like well, but it wasn't like an ultimatum just we kind of looked at each other it's like this you Where's know over going? the course What's of time like step? yeah there's there's no next step and i think you know and that kind of like forced the issue we ended up breaking up and that was a fucking that's probably one of the best things that ever happened because i mean it sucked and of course, yeah. leads into you know a bunch of years of me being horrible but it does <laughs> leave those years stopped well they, they haven't stopped <laughs> they've just uh, uh mutated you, you have a levy mutated yeah it turns out that i don't have a gift for healing i have a gift for surviving um <laughs> but yeah no it's but now like as like an old man i'm you know uh, but not an old man, but like older than that. I'm like, oh, thank fucking Christ, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at no, you know no. that age. And... I had no business proposing to the girl. Yeah, when I was 25. Yeah, and I'm really glad I, I had to call it off, and it was like the best decision I ever made. It was like also the hardest one. Yeah, because you think, oh, I'm gonna spend my life with this person. 25. I really, I really like was not comfortable in my own skin until I was like 30, 31, yeah. 32, something like that. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing with um, you know, not to not to go the sexual dynamic route but like boys are immature like we really are like a st- i'm 41 i collect comics and toys yeah like i'm never gonna grow up yeah I just, I, that's why we can't that's why we, like especially people <laughs> like us we can't do that like i think for i think ladies you gotta wait 25 i think maybe you're smart enough we gotta cross the 30 mark i, I know I, w- I was visiting my parents in hermiston oregon which uh for your listeners is in eastern oregon a very very ugly rural area of eastern oregon takes about it's about three and a half hour drive east from portland oregon and it was my father's 70th birthday and i was talking with my mother i go i don't know when i'm ever going to feel like an adult i'm 41 years old i do everything a kid does you know i play board games i play video games i read my comics constantly i just don't i don't ever feel like i don't know if i'll ever go yeah no i'm I'm a man now i'm always gonna feel like my pubes are just coming in yeah I gotta touch booby today. Well, that's great. I've had this conversation with people before, and I like asking anytime I run into somebody that's like kind of serious and like anybody that like to me feels like very like kind of manly. I always try to I I make it a point of asking them if they feel like an adult, and I haven't really run into a lot of like. I mean, I don't mean that they don't feel like an adult, but I think a lot of people have that kind of subtle impression that they're just faking it, and I think. I don't even try yeah. faking it. What I mean, don't, I don't mean us. I mean, we're fucking man children. But um, with, with, I, there's a fucking Bigfoot air freshener on the ceiling of my fucking podcast studio. You know, it's, there's no grown ups here. But I don't think there are grown ups. It's just everybody's you know, children that are faking it and are taller. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I just know what I like doing. And I used to, when I was trying to date my late 20s, I was like, I was never told anybody I was like into comics or something yeah. like that. And part of me just at 30, I just gave up. And by giving up, apparently that became cool because I didn't care anymore. I didn't have this pressure of, like, trying to be someone that I wasn't. Yeah. And then apparently it kind of, like, worked out, you know. I don't know why. It's very strange. And this is before comics were cool. Yeah. You know, I'm very jealous of kids going to going to high school these days where reading comics is the in thing. This was never... It was never part of my culture growing up. I know. Is, is reading comics in or are just comic book movies I, in? No, I, well, I think it's a combination of the okay. two, but especially with, like, manga and stuff like that. Uh, oh, these yeah, kids yeah. eat this shit up yeah. these days. But, yeah, it's 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 very interesting watching uh, how nerd culture has become the dominant culture for now. Yeah. And it's great, but, like, I was at the very beginning of our, what we were discussing about, it's like some of the specialists is lost when, you know, the first time you saw Spider-Man, the first time you saw oh, yeah, X-Men, yeah. 
it's 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 a little bit lost now. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have I love watching the first Spider Man movie and finally fucking seeing him on screen other than the uh the eighties T V series. Yeah. It was pretty fucking amazing. And now all I ask when I go to a comic book movie, I just hope it's fun. And yeah. I just hope it's competent. And unfortunately most of them and the blockbusters don't feel competent or fun. Yeah. I'm I I'm trying not to overanalyze. I just kinda of try and go I, I can watch a Fast and the Furious movie and have fun. I'm not going to overanalyze that, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's kind of cross that. I've said this before on the show, talking about the the idea of being a nerd or being a geek or whatever, where that doesn't carry the same cash as it used to. Like, we used to be, if if we ran into each other, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, which our our ages don't work for that, but like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if you had a Doctor Who reference on, we're now best friends. Exactly. We sit down. It's, instantly best friends but the the usage the adjective is kind of has lost its power because now you can have like you meet a geek and it's like oh yeah i love the movies or i like the cartoons and it's like the the difficulty level has gotten yeah. so easy that like now it doesn't carry that same like kind of instant you know it's like a press badge on your on yeah. your on your hat where it's just oh. like oh you're a nerd oh thank yeah. christ we yeah. can, it's it's like it's like wearing a i'm, I'm never been a type to wear but it'd be like wearing like a professional wrestling shirt now where it's like you the amount of stigma that gets is left when you meet somebody else that has a pro wrestling mm-hmm. shirt that you're like, oh, we could, oh, we're just good now. Well, yeah, we can just talk because th- there's not all that, like that, all that it's other a normal part of culture. And, it's not something and, to be ashamed of or hidden. Or because yeah, now you know that, oh, we both have the same shame, culture. you know, yeah. but back, you know, back during the, the I, nerd days. And... I, I don't know if you've talked about it before, but you know, when I was, uh, unemployed or hanging out the standard a lot late nights and talking to people, I, I, I would, uh, if there was like some girls or something like that, uh, that would engage us when we're when we're talking stuff like that. I would I immediately ask them like, okay, I'm gonna I have an equation. Vagina equals not knowing who Lex Luthor is, and it was kind of fifty fifty. Some yeah. girls had no idea who Lex Luthor is, and then some did. You know, <laughs> that was that was weird for me to watch you do that because I was watching you uh, multiple nights when you were playing with your experiment, and I not that because. I know individual people that I would I would wager they wouldn't know who Lex Luthor is. Yeah, my mom knows who Lex Luthor is. Like in my head, I feel like it should be like ninety percent. It should be like one out of every ten doesn't know. But no, you were hitting like like a lot of them didn't know, and it was. I, I was yeah, there was yeah. there big groups coming up. I'm like, yeah. oh hey, ladies, I'm drunk. I'm not hitting on you, but I have a question. I'm, I'm working yeah. on this theory, and like three, you know, there'd be four girls up there, and I'm like, do you know who Lex Luthor is? And like two would go, yeah, I know who Lex Luthor is. And like everyone's like, no, I have no idea. And the other two would turn the other ones and go, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. I'm, I'm guessing it's changed now that everything's, you know, becoming even more popular. Over the yeah. Well, then, I don't think, this is like four years ago. I don't think, I don't think Lex, Lex Luthor was quite there yet when, uh, when they have a Superman movie that does well with him in it, especially with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. No, yeah, that's now going to be part of pop culture. Oh, but gosh. yeah, it's, Please. it, I always find it funny when those kind of things happen. Like this, like it's such an intrinsic to me, like it, I'd find it hard to, to not have known that. like well, it's, well, it's, you know, well, it's like 10 out of 10 people will know who the Joker is. 10 out of 10, you know, will know yeah, who the Joker is. Yeah, I, I mean, from, uh, no, there's, I think from, you're from right. the old yeah. Adam West yeah. Batmans to the cartoons. Everyone everyone knows who the Joker is. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Heath Ledger. Everyone knows. That's a, t- uh, that's a question I wouldn't even ask. But yeah. Lex, Lex Luthor kind of goes, I, I think people should know who Lex Luthor is. Yeah. I think that's why I did that experiment. 
Uh, I, I think they should know, but it, yeah, girls, uh, every single guy. Yeah, I know who Lex Luthor is. Yeah. Every single guy knew who Lex yeah, Luthor it's so, is. It's so strange how that, you know, it's like... Vagina equals yeah. not knowing who yeah, Lex just, is. Yeah, just cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I just, I can't get my head around like that, but it's one of those things, it's just the way you're raised, you know, that it's... I, you don't know Lex Luthor, like, I, I'm baffled. It'd be it's like, an alliteration. It's like yeah. Peter Parker, you know, you know, I wouldn't even ask that. Everyone knows who Peter Parker is. yeah. I, I would, I would think less people know who Peter Parker is than Lex Luthor. Really? Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Who Spider-Man is, sure. But who Peter Parker is? I think that's a that's another experiment we yeah. should try sometime. Yeah. We go out and just randomly talk to people at the bar. It's also a great opener just for conversation, too. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah, but then that happens. Like, talk you know, to someone. I, I have cleared out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it when someone says, says they're a nerd and we'll start talking. I was like, so do you know? Oh, I love DC Comics. I'm like, so do you know every single incarnation of Hawkman they know in the book? Yeah, <laughs> I constantly reincarnated, but that's where I kind of like pull out my trump card. Yeah, oh, it's Qatar, Hall, Carter, Hall, Thanagarian. Yeah, know. that's Prince a, Khufu. Yeah, I d- I would have gotten Thanagarian. That's that's the one I'm more familiar with. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's but I always say you know I will pull out the nerd card, but. I also know my limitations on it, so I'm not one of the. I'm not ashamed of. There's a lot of nerds that want to know everything. Like I'm not ashamed to just be like, nope, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And like big swaths, like there's there's full books I'm not familiar with. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like we all love Lord of the Rings and a rhythm as a kid, but I don't have a rote memorization of every yeah. single name or place. Like I love the series, I love the original movies, but I don't. I. I for whatever reason, like I can't. I can't remember well, everything in Elvish. It's not going to happen. And that's one of those things too that like. I really think the more you like Lord of the Rings after a certain point is the less I like you. Like there's like a, like there's a direct like line somewhere where it's like a Venn diagram where like it's, you know, you don't have to like Lord of the Rings for me to be friends be friend with you. But like, it's like, yeah, it's fine. Like I, I'm, I'm perfectly good with them. I liked reading them when I was a kid. Uh, I wouldn't read them again now because I tried to and they're boring as fuck. But a little bit. Once mm. you start to know like words in Elvish and like, and know where all the places on the map are, I start to kind of start backing away going like, all right, you know what? This might be. This is not. You know, I know, I know, I know the Shire. I know yeah. Mordor, and I know Rivendell, and everything else in between. Yeah, I'm the sure. Pran- I... Where they're uh, prancing pony. Yeah, that kind of thing. I, but everything else uh, in between is like I have no clue. Yeah, and I know uh, uh, Rohan because that one part where they Rohan, go, okay. Raiders of Rohan. Yeah, and... I know where Rohan is. Yeah. I know, know, I actually know a lot of places. Well, Rohan annoyed me because why would you scream Riders of Rohan uh, when when they go Riders of Rohan and stop when the guy with the nice long hair? Mm-hmm. You just call them like writers. That's that was Carl Urban, by the way. Yeah, but but why would you like you wouldn't go United States Marines? You you go Marines. Like it, why would it's you? It's just a call. No, I know. It's just like I, mean, I actually think you need to relax on this. Subject. No, but this it's is... it's it just goes back to movies where they put the word space before stuff. Oh, let's go to the spaceport. You would just call it the port. <laughs> You're in space. You don't go. You know that that's to clue in the audience. Well, yeah, but really, it's not like there's. It's not like the... you know. You see these guys on horses, and maybe no, some people. Think that the writers of Rohan. Other people yeah. just think it's guys on horses. They go, Riders of Rohan's halt! You know? Let's go to the horse stables. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's a little bit of cluing in the audience. It's a little bit of yeah. extra narrative, you know. Let's go to the horse it's stables and use ex- our it's, kitchen fork. It's exposition. <laughs> I, I don't think we need a movie where they go, please hand me the kitchen fork. <laughs> well, I think that's all we need now. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be the next Lord of the Rings. Is that, is that, uh, over explanation? 12 hour epic cycle, uh, based loosely around, uh, Wagner's The Ring Cycle. Bring me the uh, holding bucket. Yeah, where every, yeah, everything is just, yeah, there's just, just ex- ex- extraneous adjectives. Yeah. It could be, it would have been. Just, it's just simply exposition yeah. to let the audience know, yes, these are the writers of Rings. Oh, no, I know, but it's just what it was, I, 
it just, I think I was out of context. I like stepping back and thinking, all right, what if this was a real life scene? And you're like, that's a fucking weird thing for a human being to say. I mean, I guess they're not actually humans, but. Eh. Right as the Rohan are. Yeah. Well, but Aragorn lives to like a hundred yeah. well, and something. No, he's not, he's not a Rohan. He's, he's a half elf stock. Oh, oh, so he's got like other blood. Him. I wasn't yeah. sure if just humans were like different kinds no, of people no, no, back no. then. He, he's got, a, he's got. He's got something in him. In him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's part elf. So. Yeah. I never really understood that. Like the first men stuff. Oh no, that's from Game of Thrones. But yeah, that. The the old school kings in Lord of the Rings seem to have lived mm. a hundred and whatever, and mm-hmm. it just seems odd because very biblical. Yeah. Oh yeah, biblical. Yeah, those people were living in nine hundred something. Methuselahs. Yeah, yeah, and Adam lived to like nine whatever. You know, that's yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it depends on what you're reading on that. Yeah. Well, I for my thing is, uh, they, I'm pretty sure that was just a mistranslation because uh, that seems really weird to. To live for like a thousand years. But it's also, it's like... But they didn't really do much. Well, they didn't do much, but think about it this way. It's like, uh, if you're, you're going from a creationist standpoint or, or taking trying to take Genesis literally, like, it's the perfect human. Like, they don't have yeah. all the washed out genetic... If you look, even looking at it from a science fiction point of view, they don't have all the washed yeah, out yeah. Ge- genetic... Like, they're talking about now how they can be, make people immortal eventually. Yeah, it's, no, that's fine, but it just you would think that if you mentioned that you live for nine hundred and eighty five years and you say something happened over six months, yeah. like you like you just don't you don't <laughs> check back in. Like <laughs> He just showed up. Yeah. I gotta I gotta finish out the story, but Hi, way. my name's Adam. Yeah. Okay, meet the wife, eat the thing, I have yeah. some kids, kick them out, and we name some shit. Yeah. And then you've got about nine hundred and eighty four more years to cover in this right. like you can't And then Noah happens and yeah. Yeah, but but Noah should be like, Hey Adam, come here, because obviously you're still alive. Come here. <laughs> Why aren't we hanging out more, Adam? Yeah. It's like you know, I'm living a really long time guys i just want some of my i think yeah. I'm, this last 200 years i'm just gonna hang out i'm so fucking bored i'm so bored I have, i've literally done everything we've yeah we've <laughs> i've read i've read every book because there's only one we don't have a plural yet oh oh my you oh my you how could you possibly <laughs> what what happened we named all the animals ages ago ages ago <laughs> just please give me a plat oh a platypus that was a good one yeah that's a good memory of naming that one yeah oh, it's good times like can i die now can please? I pl- please yeah can you invent death already <laughs> i'm really fucking bored down here dude oh my <laughs> son invented it great yeah oh uh, yeah and that's oh three thousand more years thanks right, okay. thanks you really good planning dude yeah <laughs> Oh, they're going to wander around the desert, be well, tortured you know, to death, and then, then the kid shows up. It's before they have upgrade, you know, just like, oh, this program will last yeah. forever. We don't need to do an yeah. upgrade. No, I did. Like, Je- like Je- Jesus is like iPhone 6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's He's got like an extra big screen. He dies and, and he comes back. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Android. <laughs> But uh, we are at that point, so let us wrap up. All right. I, I love hanging out with you, dude. Yes, it's, it was it's l- been way too long. Lovely to see you there, Mr. Chris Foe. Yes. And everybody in the audience, it was lovely to not see you, because I can't see you. Especially lovely to see you. Yeah. But some of you I like seeing. There's a couple of you I know what you look like. One, <laughs> I happen to like your look. Another? Oh. oh are you, no. Are you flirting? I am. Or that was a secret your... flirtation with oh. my lady friend who listens who, to the show. What's her name? Uh, her name is Sarah, as referenced. That oh, was what really? I was saying before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but um, hello, other Sarah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so that was that funness, and yes, I will be back next week. You will probably be back next week because you're listening to the show and you tend to download episodes. Yes. Okay. Good. Good evening. <laughs>